It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. FM World 4, Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dublin City Music Station, FM 104, Louise with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined by the Vice President of the Union of Students Ireland, Quivo Carroll. Hello, how are you? Good, not too bad, Louise. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. So I suppose with students going back to college now in the next couple of weeks, what can they be expecting with, I suppose, in-face or in-person lectures versus virtual? Yeah, so we've got first years coming in that have never been to college generally. So hopefully they're getting that holistic college experience that people would always have gotten. Mm -hmm. But I guess these second years coming in that would have had purely an online college experience can expect you know, something so different to what they've just had. Mm. Um, across the across the county, there's there's various different colleges that are adopting different approaches. And I guess that depends on what institution it is and what rules they've applied, but also the capacities that the college has. So you can ver- pretty much expect a return to normal education with masks, social distancing, sanitization, all the things that we've been used to in restaurants and public spaces. But in the education sector Um, and it's an exciting time because I guess you can't really replace that in-person experience and that socialization so from the perspective of students I think they can be hopeful and optimistic with the year ahead and also we're very tentative to say you know like what it might be but I think as the year rolls on some of those restrictions will roll back as well. That's the thing. And also, as you say, the second years coming in will have only met their their fellow students through a screen. So it's going to be an interesting experience. Although, yeah. has there been, I suppose there probably has been like in-face meetings somewhat between people. So I guess students, students themselves can, you know, on their own, off their own bat, yeah. make decisions to meet up with maybe people they've got on particularly well with in courses. But from the perspective of meeting people in your course and, mm. and knowing them, it's funny. Like, there's a couple of comments that you don't know the height of your friends until <laughs> you meet them in person. You know, you only see them from the chest so up. So true. So there's, there's so many funny dynamics that people will have to work through and figure out. And I guess it gives them a good opportunity to really expand their circles when they come in because it's been difficult to go beyond maybe that secondary school group of friends mm-hmm. that they had from home. Um, and there hasn't been that incentive to, to, to push beyond that. Um but yeah, absolutely. There, I'm sure there's a couple of students that have, have met up with their friends or, you know, made new friends through college. But even then, there's so much more beyond your course in terms of the clubs and societies and they haven't been able to run mm-hmm. um, in the way so that true. they should do. So true, because that's how you kind of get involved, like not necessarily with just your class, but the, the greater college experience, as you were saying. Yeah, and, so and I guess, 
you know the, the course the courses are great and getting to know people that are in have a similar interest in you academically mm-hmm. but it is nice to be able to broaden your circle and and get to know people with a different frame of mind and studying different courses and you know to to broaden your social circle generally but also to to do something you enjoy and to immerse yourself in something extracurricular and dedicate yourself in that way and that's something that has definitely been missing in that virtual setting and um, lots of societies and clubs and colleges have adapted to the online world um, and it's pretty admirable how you know different societies have adapted I'll give you an example I know a dance society that did like a virtual dance on zoom and we're like passing you know dance moves through zoom pains um, which is just so impressive it really is you really can't you know replicate it and you can't replicate a dance rehearsal from your bedroom (laughs) no although we did try we did try oh exactly big efforts were made exactly (laughs) absolutely so I suppose if you've you know if you know what college you're getting into contact them and kind of find out what you need to be doing before you head in would be helpful wouldn't it yeah absolutely I'd love to come on here and say that there's you know uh, universal rules across the board of course it it typically will be what public health advice is you Mm -hmm. keep an eye on HSE guidance and that's what they're going to adopt Mm -hmm. but I guess it really depends on the college that you're attending and also the nature of the course you're attending you know if you're in an art college and you're going to be in a studio that's different to a 500 person lecture in a big lecture hall Very you know true. there's different numbers and different uh, ways of navigating that room and, and organizing the people in the room very true now tell us about hashtag give us our grad yeah so hashtag give us our grad was is a is a campaign that we're running with usi at the moment um centered around graduation and the idea that the class of 2020 and 2021 um haven't had the opportunity to celebrate finishing college mm. um, and, and graduating. Um, and in the whole grand scheme of things, I guess, in the pandemic, it might seem like a small thing at graduation, but on a broader picture, and when you consider how difficult, how much young people have struggled this, through this pandemic and completing their course and adapting to this new world, it is something that we'd love to give students the opportunity to do. Um, there has been a couple of movements in relation to colleges, you know, announcing that they're fully going to hold graduations online. And from our perspective as uni students in Ireland, we think it is kind of disappointing mm. that, you know, we make this decision so ahead of time as well, um, rather than delaying. And there's an understanding, like, you can't predict the future. So, you know, there's no point in, in putting a date in the diary, knowing that perhaps it won't go ahead. But just to kind of commit. So we're, we're trying to put to encourage institutions to commit to giving us an in-person graduation at some point in the future so that we can celebrate the fact that, you know, we got our our, our degree um, and we're moving up on into the world. Yeah, it's almost like a closure. You almost need that, you know, that event to kind of just finish it all off. And like when I had my graduation, we were in a huge room and they definitely would have been enough space to kind of social distance us within reason for sure. So there's, I'm sure there's ways to do it. And, and and some institutes have been much more accommodating than others, you know, giving dates much further in advance mm-hmm. so that they can kind of plan and liaise with students. And others have adapted brilliantly. Um, Trinity have, have held a couple of graduations for the class of 2020 over the nice. summer. Um, and they did it outside in Marquise and it was uh, brilliantly run. And as far as I, I've heard, um, you know, it, it went swimmingly. So that kind of thing gives you optimism for, for future graduations. But I guess that closure that you're talking about is even more important for the class of 2020 and 2021 because 
while other people would have been around their classmates all year round and then to celebrate the the graduation just one last hurrah Mm -hmm. and these classes have missed their classmates Mm -hmm. um and they've also developed those relationships between first second and third year and then felt this kind of gap um so from the perspective of closure it would be it would be brilliant to see the class of 2020 and 2021 getting to graduate and coming back together yeah absolutely Mm. and then finally chat to us about living costs and what's the situation with at the moment so in dublin uh, i'm you know it's it's widely known it's widely aware that Mm -hmm. the the cost of living you know cost accommodation is first of all skyrocketing but also extortionate um Mm -hmm. and from our perspective as students students don't have a lot of money you know they're coming the majority of them are coming straight out of school and up to the big city um mm-hmm. and from our perspective union students aren't there's an there's an issue with accessibility um in terms of how people can access education if it's so expensive to do so um tu dublin released a report re- just over the last couple of weeks speaking about the expense the expense of college and accommodation all those living expenses on top of fees Mm-hmm. Um, and it turned out right, ballpark figure of about thirteen thousand euro a year to attend college. That's crazy, yeah. and some students just don't have that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would really advocate for you know a, a lo- looking back on how we can really facilitate those who can't afford it to still access education. So there are lots of things um, available to students like Susie grants, but they maybe aren't as accessible as is intended. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly coming out of this year and the complication with, you know, PUP payments, it has complicated things. And yeah. we would hope that, you know, we, that those accom- accommodations will be made for those exceptions to the circumstance. And do you think it looks like they're going to look into it and try and come up with a, a plan? They certainly um, planned in place to reform the Suzy grant. Um, you know, whether that will come to fruition in one, two, three years yeah. um, is, is not to be known, but... Hopefully, we're hoping that, you know, from the perspective of stakeholders that will be involved in the conversation and can advocate for students that just are being pushed out of education. Um, and accommodation-wise as well, um, there's been some great movements, um, a new, resi- like a, an amendment to the Residential Tenancies Act um, was introduced over the summer, mm-hmm. which in- increased the rights that students have as renters. Because as I'm sure you're aware, you know, a lot of students pay up front for a whole semester, uh, six, nine months. And that's just unheard of in the private rental market. Um, so that's been amended recently, but there's still loopholes that student accommodation specific um, buildings are kind of using to their advantage and abusing students in some sort of way. Yeah, and it's sad to think that down to living costs, that that would be pushing somebody out of going to third level college. Like it's not, it's not fair or right. Exactly. Yeah. So hopefully they'll come up with a, a better plan for students and we'll be able to to talk again and be brighter news for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. More <laughs> optimistic. Absolutely, absolutely. So how can people find out more about the USI? So USI um, is, a, is a, I would call it an umbrella union over all the student unions and colleges. So mm-hmm. student unions are the representatives of students in their institutions and they make sure that the student voice is heard at the planning stages at the governmental stages and mm-hmm. um, to ensure that you know the perspective is maintained and that it's not other people speaking for students it's spe- students speaking for students yeah um, and people can find more about us on usi.ie but also on our twitter at the usi and mm-hmm. um, i'd really encourage people to to follow and 
to to look at our work because we're always looking for more students to get involved and to bring us ideas because as representatives we can only speak for the people that let us know so for example student nurses might come to us with an idea for a campaign or feel particularly effective and we'll always take that kind of stuff on board another example is art students so we have you know We've always had representatives, but the more the better. Um, and it's about mobilising students and ensuring that they know that they have a certain amount of control when it comes to how their education is run. And, you know, particularly when we're paying for our education, making use out of out of the service that's being provided. This is the thing. And when you come out of secondary school, you might necessarily know that there is these services that you can go to and get advice or find out more about certain things. So it's very important that people are aware that you exist <laughs> yeah exactly and it's it's advice um it, yeah it's equally advice as it is um you know mobilizing and making yeah. sure that they know that they can speak up as well yeah. um i know when i came into college i was blown away by uh, student union movement and how powerful it is and i guess it's comparable for anybody that's listening that is a secondary school student coming into to college it's comparable to maybe like a student council but I would have remembered student council is kind of like, you know, appeasing students and listening mm-hmm. to them and maybe not taking as much on board. Whereas student unions have a lot of power in their institutions to lead the conversation and to ensure the direction that a college is taking is in their interest and is, you know, with with their values in mind. Yeah, which is really, really important. Quiva, mm-hmm. thank you so much for taking the time chatting to us. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. FM World 4 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.